0: I want to talk a bit more about Web3. You're listening to The Ramblings of the Freeway, and that stands for French and Kiwi, and that's me. I'm your host, Jean-Philippe Guel. In this podcast, I document my entrepreneurship journey building Symbionic Labs. I talk about the latest tech trends, AI, blockchain, Web3, the metaverse, AR, and VR. Most importantly, I talk about data ownership and privacy. I share my opinions, the good, the bad, sometimes ugly but i always try to remain practical if you're ready let's dive in
1: welcome uh, to this um, new edition of uh, this podcast that i'm uh, making i've started this um a few days ago now this is probably the third recording that i'm doing um and my name is Jean-Philippe i am um, you know, by trade, I'm a marketer, so um, you can address all your complaints um, against the marketing department to me. Um, uh, I'm, a, I'm a nerd. I'm a crypto enthusiast of uh, late, actually. Um, I don't own any crypto assets, or very few. Uh, I don't have massive amounts of reserves in crypto. I did not suffer for the market crash that's happening right now. So I haven't really had any crypto banks. Um, I'm just a, you know, normal Gen X um, a person, really, that is uh, dabbling in technology, interested in technology. I believe in the good that technology can bring um, and, and improving people's lives. Um, and um, um, my career, I have um, marketed a lot of different things. I started in the FMCG. Uh, industry that is fast moving consumer goods for mm-hmm. you. Um, and uh, in particular, I work in the beverage industry um, and alcohol industry with Heineken. Uh, that was my sort of formative years. Um, I uh, sort of mm-hmm. learned how to market through a network. Um, you know, beer, um, and I'm not talking of supermarket scenarios, is sold to a distributor that has a sales force that goes to a point of sale. Um, and he put the beer on the tap, or on the shelf, and that, um, you know, what a sale owner will sell the beer to an end consumer. So uh, you never really sell directly to an end consumer, you do it through a network. That kind of got me through the global Apple. phone industry, strangely, which has a very similar model. And mm-hmm. I uh, switched cellware in 2001, 2000, sorry, 2000 to 2001. I uh, worked for Alcatel, worked for a startup company called Sendo, um, which was the first uh, smartphone company um, to really um, make ways with Windows CE. And um, yeah, they had to a tragic end. Unfortunately, they had a bit of a fight with Microsoft, um, settled and got sold out. I think, um, was it Sony, Ericsson, or Siemens, or um, someone took over? Got to remember that was. I was gone by then. Uh, came to beautiful New Zealand uh chasing love uh, it's all other love about work that makes you travel the world um, i'm a traveler i traveled for love i settled here um, That is uh, kind of on now i won't go into my uh, very poor track record of relationships uh, this isn't the post point of this broadcast but i don't take myself seriously so you see the smile on my face uh, I've moved on and um, I have uh, a new life now. Um, so, turn the page. Technology is still on. And uh, after working for Samsung as GM Marketing, I started my own uh, marketing company, the Ripple Hub, um, and uh, did a whole bunch of new experiments uh, with different parts of um, the world of marketing. I've been a distributor, I've bargained uh, software, I've bargained and I fall back on my feet, I guess. Did a lot of promotional stuff, uh, merchandising in store, I really love retail. I've marketed a lot of products in retail, a lot of advice to retailers. I even design retail concepts and point of sale material. Um, um, And I ended up as a consultant, um, solo consultant, helping people with digital transformations and how to embrace what's happening out there and how to you know, automate the marketing um, a little bit better uh, doing CRM solutions and um, e-commerce solutions and how do we bring all this data in and how do we embrace this change to actually improve um, um, consumer engagement is really what I've, um, what's been at the core of my activities from Heineken all the way to now. Um, so yeah, um, back to this uh, you know, podcast, I hope uh, uh, bringing something to the table. Uh, I think there's a lot of people like me who don't necessarily understand all the in and outs of uh, technology transformation and digital transformation. And to me, the ultimate digital transformation that's happening right now is the change around um, cryptocurrencies, um, what we now call Web3, what we now call the Metaverse. Um, you know, thanks to Zuckerberg and his endeavors uh, with Facebook kept changing the company name to Meta. Um, and I'm hoping I can uh, sort of demystify a little bit of that and bring some new things to the table. Sorry, I'm just that that turn. Off we go. Um, so, I want to talk a bit more about Web three, right? There's a concept. At the moment, we've uh, touched on it in the previous podcast. Web one is read. What two? Read and write. Web three, read, write, and own. them. Um, that's really what's got me going. And this concept is not mine. That's a concept from A six and Z. Um, they pretty good uh, uh, VCs out there, and uh, proposed metal models to understand uh, this new technology transformation that we're going through. Um, Read Right Moon. And we talked about NFTs and what they bring in the previous episode. You know, the NFTs are a token. They're a rights holder certificate of some sort. Um, it's a marriage of multimedia and your VIP loyalty card, in a way, right? Um, now I want to talk about in those um, in this crypto world. I mean, you you will dive into it, and maybe I'm not the right podcast for this. And you can look at people like Bankless, um, uh, by my good friend Sam Kamani in in New Zealand, has a very good Web three podcast and Web three gaming and all sorts of things. You look at all things around decentralized finance. Um, I'm not a good finance guy, I don't really particularly like finance, I'm not going to be in crypto for making a quick buck, uh, that is not what interests me, I mean these guys are gone full, you know, um, it's almost a religion for them, you listen to that and you think you're listening to, uh, you know, traders on Wall Street, you know, it's all filled with acrony- acronyms, with three letters, etc, now they're a bit quieter with both uh, the downturn that's uh, going on at the moment and crypto markets crashing uh, uh, down to the bottom. Um, my view on this is, is that, um, you know, in, in some ways there has been some, some digression. Um, a lot of these things didn't bring value um, and didn't have any intrinsic value. I think the market fundamentals of crypto are not at the stake. Uh, the reason for being of crypto, the actual way it's built um, that the benefits that it brings and um, uh, the new business models that can emerge from that technology, uh, all of that is not in discussion. What, uh, what kind of failed is um, all these um, you know, things that have been built more like a, a water scheme or pyramid scheme. Um, they had no intrinsic value to it, um, and those, those are getting cleansed down right now. And um, of course, Um, You know, because a lot of that uh, market as players which were in it for a quick buck, uh, well, they were quickly out as well. So that generated network effects, uh, you know, uh, provocating a a fall in the value of the market. But uh, if you look in the long run, I don't think the crypto is, is going to disappear. I think it's here to stay. I think business models that are emerging from it are very interesting. And I think they're also here to stay. So, one of the things that I'd like to talk about is, is decentralized autonomous organization. That is what we call the DAO. Um, that is best I can explain this um, is probably something like a co-op model. Um, it's a you know governance is important. to you know board a board of directors. Uh, we all understand governance in the in the normal analog world. Uh, where you've got a company, you've got a CEO and you've got a board of directors with some advisors and people who are knowledgeable in different areas and they are here to provide support um, and keep the you know keep the companies on its toes as well in terms of ethics and, and sustainability and all sorts of things that are important for the company to operate um, uh, in, in, in its environment. Um, well how about we have this in a crypto world, a digitally native people holding a token that actually gives them a right to vote? Now, uh, the DAOs out there are going through the same problems that the real world is going through. Um, you know, you know, look at voters in a democracy—they're totally unengaged. There's big issues; they don't go vote. They don't understand what to vote for. They don't feel they have enough information. Uh, there's voters apathy, right? If you suddenly open the doors and you get this digital organization that's a DAO, and you'll give people a token um, just you know, drop it off to them and they all oh, yeah now right now you can vote on your future in this organization they go like great but um i don't feel i know enough i don't feel i'm entitled to vote why have i got a token i don't know you know sounds great but actually they don't turn up they don't vote okay and then you have a uh, what they call a big whale or in crypto it's like you have a, you have a big corporate who owns a lot of tokens and they have all the votes uh, all majority of votes and so they rule that stuff um, yeah well these these are the same things that are in the analog world welcome to that crypto you're just you know discovered um, that um, giving people the right to vote is not enough you know it doesn't engage them it doesn't make them interested. Now, does this make DAOs obsolete or does it, does it render the whole exercise an experiment and it's useless and it's going to disappear? No, I don't think so. Now, what I see, uh, you know, amongst all the pay, what I see in DAOs is the ability to have a native digital economy with actors that have ownership over what's happening in that economy ownership and and voting rights and a way to talk. So you just need to build the incentives, you just need to build the things around it that explain it's a a democracy. So you have to explain to people how they engage with that environment and and they have to feel part of it. And they have to feel uh, uh, that they can actually uh, have a voice, and they have to want to voice their opinions. And that voice has to be meaningful um, and and they have to be able to propose things that are uh, going to take that group somewhere. So you have some sort of flywheel that goes in there where you are progressing, um, uh, you know, the business or or the opportunities in in, in that group. If it's a social group, then it's social opportunities. It's a business, it's the business opportunities. Now, I think that's really interesting because not that that can't uh, happen in the real world, But then again, in the real world, you sit around the tables or you have video conference meeting, but you need to have shareholders. It's kind of harder. You need to have commonality of place and time. Commonality of place and time is that big thing that makes us analog mostly. And we try to fight this with, you know, new technologies, with video conferencing and and virtual meeting rooms and all sorts of things. But in, in effect, it's still difficult now. That's what I think being digitally native, well-solved. And that's what I think, you know, in the future, you know, metaverse and and all sorts of DAO scenarios with an inherent token, digital tokens, digital currencies, kind of free us all from those limitations. Anyway, that's kind of a vision for me at the moment. Um, and, and, and And I agree, it is not the reality as yet, but it's a, a reality uh, right now where some experiments are conducted and they are going in that direction. So, uh, you know, I think we should have a bit of faith and um, and there's something there that's really interesting that we can all work towards. Um, so criticize me if you think so, and please comment below. Um, I think DAOs, uh, the closest model I'm thinking of that matches a DAO is a cooperative. Um, you have a stake stakeholders in, a, in the business and say all the farmers get together and they want to sell their milk and in New Zealand we've got a big example of that called Fontera and they create a cooperative model they create a fondera. and the Fontera is now in charge of collecting the milk distributing the milk bargaining um, the milk um, and exporting the milk so there you go um, a Dow is a Fontera um, and all the farmers have tokens um, they get a right to vote, and the amount of milk that they sell to the cooperative guides the amount of tokens they've got, uh, the number of votes they've got, and that they express their concerns. They have, uh, you know, we fall back on the democracy workbook, uh, playbook, um, you just need to define that. Um, and maybe, and then that now I've heard um, today um, in the podcast, um, What was that called, that that podcast that the new guys from Bankless are are, are doing this? It's called Layer Zero. Um, I was listening to that. They're talking about modular DAOs. Modular DAOs, interesting concept. What they're saying, basically, is there's not one DAO. It's not one DAO, one group that controls everything. It's not all of the community that should have all the tokens. And uh, maybe you break it down. Maybe you have people with particular skills have particular tokens particular types of decisions, people with other types of skills, of other tokens. And there's a mix of those tokens and the modular DAO has actually many DAOs within the DAO that are responsible for it. it makes sense, why not? You know, HR department, finance departments, commercial marketing, you know, you have different departments and in the board, you have people with different set of skills. So maybe we have some, because we're talking big communities, uh, because maybe we, we we can actually have subsets. Why not? These are things that need to be trialed, and tested, and 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 bulletproofed. Um, but interesting experiment anyway. So this is my take on uh, on DAOs and web and Web three. In a world where I think uh, we we're going to see the content creator economy um, uh, uh, develop, um, and those content creators will be able to own them. a little bit of that. Um, uh, ecosystem in which they operate through the use of DAOs um, and, and and governance tokens, um, and so uh, I I think we are going to see that develop. You know, I I sometimes think that uh, when you have this whole uh, discussion about minimum minimum wages or you know, um, uh, what was that big discussion going on a while back about how you're going to have uh, some some digital income, you know, some because people are no longer feeling use, useful and there's no longer jobs, there are more and more um, things that are getting um, done in that space that um, people will... Um, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to talk. Uh, people will have uh, more and more situations where um, they don't really have, uh, you know, the industrial revolution and such. And uh, the economy doesn't really offer uh, work and, uh, opportunities anymore. Um, so you have more and more situations where um, the community needs to support people in a different way. So, you know, we had we were creating value through work and industry. And then now we don't create the value in the same ways because there's more AI, more automation, etc. So, you know, we need to think about another way of having an income for people. Well, I think um, And the answer is not there yet, but I think crypto and that Dell and this content creator economy is actually maybe the answer to that. It's a long stretch right now, but um, maybe that's going to connect somehow, someday in the future. And this is this is the answer to it. So thanks for listening. This was a short one. And it's really good talking to you from New Zealand, sunny New Zealand today. Um, uh, We keep having showers, but so I keep closing the roof and I keep opening it. So thanks for listening. Talk soon. Bye. If you want to
0: find out more, just go to symbionic.com. That's symbionic with an I and a Q at the end. There, you'll find all the socials and the different ways you can follow us. In the meanwhile, I would really appreciate if you could subscribe to this podcast, leave a review. If you find this interesting, don't hesitate to share it with a colleague or a friend. That always helps spread the word. And that's all for me today. So see you in the next episode.